Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Be Break Morning Show. Right here on 87 FM, 101 The Vibe FM. Good morning. I am your host, Sean Garvey. As always, follow me on Instagram at Sean Garvey ATL. That is Instagram at Sean Garvey ATL. For all of my Facebook users out there, you can follow me on Facebook as well at Sean Garvey. Welcome to another great episode of the Beat Break Morning Show, holding things down for my main man, my homie, DJ Rollo. He got the caffeine and energy drink mix coming up in just a little bit later on in the program. And don't forget to follow us at Beat Break Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Got a great show for you all this morning. We got the hot with the double T's, the hot 411 wire coming up in just a few moments. Also, we got fake news and not fake news. Find out which news story is fake and which one isn't. We got the trending report. And I'm going to let you know what news story is currently trending. All right. So for all my viewers out there, you can check us out on the Flow Television Network. That is the Flow Television Network. Just download the app right now to your Roku TV, your Apple TV, and on your Fire TV, whichever service you have. You can watch The Flow. It's an app. You can check it out on your Roku, Fire, or Apple TV. You can also check us out on theflow.lightcast.com. I'm going to have the information at the bottom of the screen there in just a few moments if you're watching us streaming or on television. All right? So I'm glad to be here with you guys. Uh, shout out to the guest we had on last week's show or actually the show from two weeks ago in which we did the 50 Years of Hip Hop edition of the Beat Break Morning Show. And we are still commemorating the anniversary of hip hop between now and the end of December 2023. I thought it was only right to just commemorate the anniversary of hip hop the entire year 2023. And not just only in August, since August 11, 1973 is the official birthday of hip hop. But our year along all year long i should say because uh, hip-hop has really changed the lives of so many people including myself and changed the lives of of everybody's from career to everything that they do from an artistic aspect and just how we live on an everyday basis and you know the beat break morning show was built off of hip-hop of course so i just thought it was only right to use these next few episodes of the Beat Break Morning Show to commemorate hip hop. And with that said, I'm not going to do so much talking throughout the entire show because of course it is a four hour broadcast. Uh, we got the caffeine, we actually got the extended caffeine and energy drink mix uh, coming up. And what I mean by extended is that because I'm not going to do too much talking, I don't have DJ Rollum in front of me or next to me in the studio to, um, communicate with uh he's going to be on in just a few moments but uh he's going to do he's going to do more so of the djing uh throughout the entire morning show okay so uh, i'm not going to be able to talk much i will give you of course the headline stories of what's been trending and what's been going on in the world today in just a few moments but of course dj Rollum is going to uh, pull out all the stops and uh pay a a very big tribute and an honor to magoo from timberland and magoo back in the day well not too too back in the day but in the 90s of course uh, unfortunately he passed away at the age of 50 
50, you know, uh, the, the same number as the anniversary of hip hop. So it's just crazy uh, for, you know, for that to happen. Uh, you know, it became a very sad day in the hip hop industry when he passed and uh, we're going to commemorate him. We're going to play or actually DJ Rowland's going to play some mixes from the uh, Timberland and Magoo camp in just a few moments and some other mixes as well. So stay tuned. Keep it locked right here to 87FM, 101TheVibeFM. Shouts to the people over at 101TheVibeFM in Louisville, Kentucky. Go to the website, 101TheVibeFM.com. That is 101TheVibeFM.com, 24-7. We also have it on ReachOneNetwork.tv. That is ReachOneNetwork.tv. Like I said, folks, we're going to have all that information at the bottom of the screen, just like what I just put in the bottom of the screen. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Beat Break Radio. If you are not a subscriber just yet, make sure you are a subscriber right now as you're tuning in to the Beat Break Morning Show, Beat Break Radio. We got all kinds of content on there from Soul Dates Live, the show that I do on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. We also have the mental space that I do on 1380 WAOK and content like this, the Beat Break Morning Show, all that is on Beat Break Radio on the YouTube channel. We will be right back after these messages. We got the, oh, what do we want to do first? We're going to do fake news or not fake news. You determine whether this story is fake or not fake. So we got that coming up in just a few moments right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. Y'all keep it locked. Break morning show on 87 FM 101 the vibe FM also on the flow television network Sean Garvey and we can go ahead and take that banner off right there boom the beat break morning show time now for fake news or not fake news you determine whether this story is fake or not fake all right uh we're gonna start off with Georgia Georgia announces 800 million dollars 
and unclaimed funds to be added to the treasury. I'm going to give you a moment. Is it fake news or not fake news? All right. Time's up. <laughs> what? I hope it wasn't too long. Uh, actually, that is fake. Uh, well, part of the story is fake. The truth of the matter is that Georgia announces $105 million. Okay, not 800, not 200, 105, $105 million unclaimed funds to be added to the treasury. Uh, the Georgia Department of Labor announced more than $105 million in unremitted funds were removing to the state's treasury. Now, the labor commissioner, Bruce Thompson, said the funds have been uncovered during an internal audit of the department, which discovered the funds have been building up unclaimed since 2014 under the leadership of former labor commissioner Mark Butler. Name sounds familiar, right? So on August 11th, or actually August 3rd, I should say, Thompson had the funds transferred to the Georgia Department of Treasury. In the announcement, Thompson's office said the discovery of the 105, what is this? 105, 170,128,20 comes as he continues efforts to investigate. Oh, actually, let me go ahead and uh, make sure I say it right here because it's 105 million. 105 million, 170, 128, 20 comes as he continues efforts to investigate fraud and unemployment insurance system vulnerabilities. Okay. Now, following the disclosure that millions had gone unremitted for nearly 10 years, Thompson said he would be holding a briefing on Thursday, which it was actually this past Thursday now, at the state capitol to discuss the uncovered funds and answer questions about the process. Wow. $105 million in unclaimed funds announced by the state of Georgia. And it's crazy to hear that story in the middle of inflation we have inflation still ongoing interest rates at an all-time high prices have gone up on so many levels including what we buy what we purchase i hit that by mistake <laughs> no it's not it's not fake news but that that part of the story is not fake so yeah uh, so there you have it all right on to the next one. On to the next story. Uh, fake news or not fake news. All right. So the White House, the White House said recently that it held its first ever cybersecurity summit on the ransomware attacks plaguing U.S. schools in which criminal hackers have dumped online sensitive student data, including medical records psychiatric evaluations and even sexual assault reports is that fake news or not fake news that is absolutely not fake it is true yes this happened recently on a tuesday all right so uh 
from the mouth of First Lady Jill Biden, she said, quote, if we want to safeguard our children's futures, we must protect their personal data. According to the First Lady Jill Biden, who is a teacher, told the gathering. She also goes on to say, quote, every student deserves the opportunity to see a school counselor when they are struggling and not worry that these conversations will be shared with the world, end quote. So check this out. At least 48 districts have been hit by ransomware attacks this year. Already three more than in all of 2022. Now, this is coming from a source, uh, cybersecurity firm Esmosoft. All but 10 had data stolen. The firm reported, typically, Russian-speaking foreign-based gangs steal the data, sometimes including the social security numbers and financial data of district staff before activating network encrypting malware, then threaten to dump it online unless paid in cryptocurrency. Oh, boy. When I tell you that all this hacking and all this stuff happening online from visible criminals and how we need to take cyber, uh, well, cyber hacking, I should say, uh, cyber security and cyber hacking a little bit more serious than ever before. Yes, yes, because this is real, folks. This is real. They, they are cyber attacking and hacking everybody's computers, mobile devices, and everything that we have our hands on, and it not only affects us as civilians, but it also affects people in office. Yes. So please be aware of that. Know what's going on in the world of cyber technology and so forth. All right. One more story to cover in your fake news and not fake news. Hard partying in Costa Rica faces new code that will limit alcohol sales. Is that fake news or not fake news? Okay, okay, it's fake. <laughs> but what is not fake is that Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, yeah, the officials in Puerto Rico are cracking down. They are cracking down on the limit of alcohol sales. Now in San Juan, very beautiful spot. I know some people who vacate there. Puerto Rico's capital is renowned for its all night partying, but a new municipal code is expected to change all of that. So most recently on a Tuesday. Once again, things tend to happen on a Tuesday. San Juan Mayor Miguel Morero signed a new measure to prohibit alcohol sales after certain hours, saying he was, quote, morally convinced, end quote, it was the right thing to do. The new code scheduled to go into effect in November, which is just around the corner, is expected to affect hundreds of restaurants and bars across San Juan. It was fiercely debated in recent months with businesses and Puerto Ricans 
used to long nights and decades of no oversight decrying the new laws, which do not apply to hotels and their guests. So hotels and their guests are exempt from this course of action going into effect November. Residents in the capital's historic district known as O San Juan, which is popular with locals and tourists alike, rejoice cautiously. Thongs of people, <laughs> literally, no. thongs, many, many of people with drinks in hand often crowd the narrow streets of Old San Juan, where businesses are known to remain open until 5 a.m. to serve the last stragglers, and the party often moves to the renowned seaside community of La Per, where people welcome to the sunrise, whether they are tourists or, you know, residents, so forth and so forth. Uh, also, under the new code, businesses in San Juan can only serve or sell alcohol from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. from Sunday to Thursday and up to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday and on Sunday if Monday is a holiday. Morero, the mayor, said the new code is needed to curb violence and noise and that it would be revised every six months if necessary. Yep. So if you're planning on going to San Juan during the holiday season, please be advised. You will not be drinking all night long. <laughs> you have to abide by the new rules that will go into effect in November. And it makes sense because you know it's it's still kind of somewhat summertime. We're going from summer to fall now. And you know, during the summertime, it gets turned up. It definitely gets turned up. So yeah, no alcohol for you during a certain time if you are in San Juan. All right. We got the hot 411 wire coming up in just a few moments. And then we got the trending report. And in just a few moments, DJ Rollum is going to do his thing behind the boards, uh, behind the turntables with his tribute to Magoo, uh, Timbaland and Magoo. But he also got the 50 years of hip hop. We are still commemorating 50 years in hip hop. He got that mix coming up for the Beat Break Morning Show. Sean Garvey, stay tuned. Keep it locked right here. We will be right back on 87 FM, 101 The Vibe FM, and on the Flow Television Network.
to have, but now we have it. Shout out to Diamond Love, by the way. We got to get that drop change. The Hot 411 Wire right here on the Beat Break Morning Show, 87FM, 101 The Vibe FM. 101TheVibeFM.com is the website, as well as ReachOneNetwork.tv. Sean Garvey in full effect, back at it. Uh, time now for your Hot 411 Wire. Uh, Shouts to Havoc, Mob Deep, he put it down, for the anniversary of hip-hop at Yankee Stadium last weekend. Uh, Havoc said in a recent interview that he was almost electrocuted to death on the set of the classic Mob Deep video, which happens to be Shook Runs. All right, uh, Havoc luckily averted a near-death experience while filming Shook Ones Part 2, the classic hip-hop video he did with the late Prodigy. Uh, the esteemed rapper-producer recalled a dangerous incident at the video shoot in the latest installment of Vivo's Footnote series. Uh, so Havoc said, quote, One shocking moment was when me and a guy from my block got into an argument because he felt he was going, he was he wasn't, actually, I should say. He felt he wasn't getting enough shine in the video. Uh, Havoc also goes on to say that we started fighting and we both fell into a puddle of water and one of the movie lights fell in it with us. We could have gotten electrocuted to death. That was wow. Wow. I did not know that happened on the set of Shook Ones. That's crazy. Uh, he also goes on to say... The most challenging part of making the video Shook Ones Part 2 was staying awake because we shot nonstop from early that morning to 7 a.m. the next day. Man, that is insane. Wow. Well, thank goodness Havoc is still alive to tell the story. Because when you are electrocuted, uh, that's pretty much a wrap. <laughs> That's nothing to play with. That's that's dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. So um, be careful when you are on video sets and on music sets, video sets, because things tend to happen. You know, um, people get electrocuted, lights will fall down, and stuff happens on sets. Trust me, I know. I've been on sets before where things happen, accidents happen, and next thing you know, there's a lawsuit. <laughs> but shout out to Havoc, though, for actually living to tell the story. Because it could have been worse. Could have definitely been worse. Um, also, in your hot 411 wire, pioneering DJ Cool Herc, since we are still commemorating the anniversary of Hip Hop 50, set to be honored in Jamaica with highest national honor. Though the official 50th anniversary of hip-hop has passed, the world is continuing to honor the culture's recognized pioneer, DJ Cool Herc, whose infamous back-to-school jam sparked hip-hop as a movement, will also be honored by his native land, Jamaica. All right. Uh, also known as the Big Island, authorities within the country are said to bestow the nation's most esteemed awards upon Herc and 125 other Jamaicans during the observance of National Heroes Day 
in October 23. The recipients have all excelled in diverse arenas such as education, music, medicine, philanthropy, philanthropy, I'm sorry, philanthropy, politics, and more, according to Jamaicans.com. Uh, DJ Ku Hart co-hosted the Black to School Jam in 1973, just to give you some context. He hosted the Back to School Jam in 1973 party with his sister Cindy Campbell in the Bronx. What Herc did was ingeniously employ two turntables to manipulate an instrumental beat from James Brown's Sex Machine album. All right. So, yeah, big shout out to Kool Herc and uh, congratulations to the legendary Kool Herc. Um, I know this has been a very big year for, of course, DJ Kool Herc, for him to be honored the same year as the anniversary of hip hop. So got to give praise to the pioneer, DJ Kool Herc. Last but not least, in your hot 4-1 wire and on a more of a bittersweet note, um, we talked about Magoo earlier. We got that tribute in the caffeine and energy drink mix in just a few moments. Uh, of course, Missy Elliott mourns Magoo's death, recalling him giving her misdemeanor nickname. Now, this is new to me because I did not know that Missy Elliott, who also goes by Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, I did not know that Magoo gave her that nickname. So Missy Elliott reflected on the loss of her collaborator and friend Magoo, who died over the weekend in Virginia. The acclaimed rapper producer reminisced about her history with Magoo in an Instagram post this past Monday, August 14th. And on the Instagram post, she wrote, these are the kind of posts I don't wish on any. At first I was in shock and the more I sit, the reality kicks in. So many emotions. I remember when we first met as teenagers and you said, hey, my name, Melvin, and I laughed so hard. And I said, wait, you really talk like that? <laughs> and you said, yup, and kept laughing. And I said, what you do? You said, I rap, and you kick eight bars. And I said, you remind me of Q-Tip, and you said one of my favorite MCs, but you flow, your flow was VA. I loved it. All right. Uh, she also goes on to say that from that day, we became so cool. You supported me from day one, and you said, I'm going to call you misdemeanor because it's a crime to have that many talents, she wrote in her Instagram post. So, yeah, wow. Um, she also goes on to say in the Instagram post, so those who don't know, Magoo gave me the name Misdemeanor when we did this song, Beat Me 911, and I asked Magoo to get on it. I played this verse over and over, and posting this is just heartbreaking. I am so lost for words. Wow. So interesting fun fact. Interesting fun fact. Uh, I did not know until now that she got the nickname Misdemeanor from Magoo. I thought that was something she came up herself, but... It was actually Magoo that gave her misdemeanor. Wow. So, uh, like I said, folks, we got the caffeine and energy drink mix coming up in just a few moments, honoring the life of Magoo with his other collaborator, Timbaland. We got that coming up in just a few moments. But, uh, yeah, I, I can just only imagine the Black Ground family 
Missy, Timberland, and everybody else there feeling the pain of losing one of his family members, Magoo. Yeah. So RIP to Magoo. We got the mix coming up in just a few moments. But in the meantime, between time, we're going to take a break because we got the trending report by yours truly, Sean Garvey, which once upon a time was hosted by someone else. <laughs> but I'm holding it down for her. The trending report, we got that coming up in just a few moments. We're going to break down this story on a particular distribution company very well known very mainstream that decided to renege on selling one of its networks very big story circulating social media trending report we got that coming up next right here on the beat break morning show on 87 fm 101 the vibe fm
So what is So what is trending in social media? What is the story that got everybody talking? Because they were talking back then and they are still talking now about this particular mishap. I call it a mishap. You can call it whatever you want. But to me, it seems like a mishap, though. Tyler Perry, TP, will not be buying BET. I think I just dropped the bomb there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I am a part-time rapper. Okay? Don't hold it against me. Paramount decides to keep BET. So in a nutshell, boys and girls, Tyler Perry will not be owning BET, which we which he would have purchased majority of BET, which he would have, but he's not, according to sources. Now, we all thought that Tyler Perry was the owner of BET. We all were happy, rejoicing. Yeah, a black man finally coming in and making BET black owned again. The first and last person to own BET was who? Bob Johnson. He, of course... He meaning Bob Johnson. So the right to Viacom, Paramount, for a lot of money. I don't have the figures in front of me at the moment, but yeah, it was a lot of money. And so now fast forward, you got the new BET. <laughs> Sarcastically speaking, you get what you asked for. BET has not been the same since. Of course, BET received a lot of mixed reviews and criticism over the years. And people hope and thought that once Tyler Perry comes in, he would end up either taking BET back to what it was or revamping it to where we could actually see more quality programming. Now, of course, Tyler Perry only owns 25% the minority stake of BET. He doesn't actually own BET, the majority stake. See, what you got to understand, if you have not taken a business class, is that if you only own 25%, of a particular equity or company that only makes you a small owner of that particular company or equity. The majority that owns it are people that are not in the position of a Tyler Perry. Okay? 
Now, Tyler Perry owns BET Plus. So, the the programming that you are currently seeing on BET Plus, like your original series, original shows from Sisters, Bruh, Tyler Perry, Meet the Browns, and House of Pain, and all those shows that are currently on BET Plus. Yeah, all of that is from Tyler Perry. Okay? Now, there are some shows that are on BET that are not owned or produced. Let me just use the word produced now. That are not produced by Tyler Perry. Okay? Now, others, if you don't know, or if you have not been caught up to speed other people like entertainment moguls sean diddy combs byron allen to name a few have put their bid into owning a majority stake in bet so tyler perry was going up against some other competitors byron and diddy all black but unfortunately, neither one of them would not be able to own BET. So Paramount decided to keep it and to not sell it for the time being. Unless, unless another investor or Tyler Perry or somebody who got the money, maybe like in the billions, could come in and say, hey, I know Paramount, Paramount Global to be exact, put a number up saying that they are willing to sell it for this amount of money. Well, hey, I'm willing to put up this amount of money that will exceed more than what Paramount Global is willing to put on the table. Now, if you had caught a recent episode of what Roland Martin streaming on his platform, he addressed it. Not going to be able to tell you everything that was said, but it was him and a panel of guests he had on the show that were explaining the breakdown of why the deal did not go the way Paramount Global and Tyler Perry wanted to go. And it made a lot of sense. And it all has to do with cable networks and the consumption of it going down. In terms, in, in other words, people, People are cutting the cord from cable television. And so when you have so many people cutting the cord and going towards streaming, the revenue, the numbers decreases. So people are not consuming content via cable as much as they would do by way of streaming. Streaming is where it's at nowadays, 
Of course, just like shows like the Beat Break Morning Show and So Dates Live, in which you can check out on 87FM, 101, The Vibe FM, and on The Flow. The Flow is a streaming service. It's not only just TV, but it's streaming. And we are everywhere. And guess what? The Beat Break Morning Show is owned by who, people? Sean Garvey. <laughs> Reach One Communications. Reach One Network. So, yes. We are independently owned. Yep. That's just a fun fact. But with this story on Tyler Perry not purchasing BET and Paramount decide to not sell it for the amount of money that they offered, will that make you not want to watch BET moving forward <laughs> or any of the Viacom Paramount base television networks that are out there because it's, it's not just only BET of course it's also MTV VH1 Comedy Central I think Showtime I think Showtime is under that umbrella too you know because it, it it's also in conjunction with Viacom CBS so yeah I mean would that make you not even want to watch any content under the Paramount Global brand? You know, and I love Paramount. I love Paramount. I do. I watch a lot of programs and movies from Paramount, and I did participate in a few projects under Paramount. Yeah. But it's a, it's a hectic time right now in the TV and film industry. And it all goes back to streaming. So for Tyler Perry to not buy BET and Paramount decides to not sell it and keep it, it just goes to show you that linear TV, like what Roland Martin mentioned in his show, linear TV has changed over the years. And if it has changed over the years where the numbers have dropped in recent years, why should a business owner like a Tyler Perry or a Byron Allen or somebody of that statue put up money that could or would exceed than what Paramount is asking for? If too many people are not watching shows on BET. BET, I love BET. I grew up on BET. The old BET, not the new BET, but the old BET. You know? And then over the years, BET lost a lot of viewers. If we want to keep it a thousand, keep it a buck. Yeah. So we'll see if Tyler Perry or Byron Allen or Diddy or any other investor will come back to the table and willing to renegotiate. I think there will be some type of renegotiation. I, I think there will be. I think there will be some type of renegotiation between Tyler and BET or, you know, somebody else. Because, you know, how long will Paramount Global and Viacom, how, how long will they be able to own 
a network that has decreased in numbers over the years. And the only thing that is seems to be a, a little bit more successful in getting viewership is BET Plus. BET Plus is different from BET. It's still the same, but it's different. The shows on BET Plus, you won't be able to see on BET. Yeah. It's just like Paramount Plus. Or, or better yet, it's just like NBC and Peacock. Yeah. Streaming is where it's at, people. That's what it is. I would bet my money. I would put my money into streaming. I would put my money. You know. But hey, that's just me. I digress. All right. It's the B-Break Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the trending report by yours truly, Sean Garvey, at Sean Garvey ATL. You can see it at the bottom of your screen there. If you are watching us on the Flow Television Network, via Roku TV, Fire TV, and on Apple TV. I am getting ready to make way for DJ Rollum, the caffeine and energy drink mix. We're going to pay tribute to the one and only Magoo of Timberland and Magoo. Rest in peace. Transitioned at the age of 50 last week. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Magoo. And also, RIP to Chico Del Beck. Hope I said his name right. A former member of the 90s East Coast rap group, Junior Mafia. You know, with Little Kim, Little C's, the Notorious B.I.G. Died on Monday, August 14th. Yeah. Very, very tragic, unfortunate. Man. Wow. On the 50th year anniversary of hip hop. Wow. Yeah. Definitely a, a, a bittersweet time in hip hop, but also a celebratory time in hip hop. Of course, DJ Rollum is going to carry out the remainder of the show with the caffeine and energy drink mix extended version. So he will not only give you the Timberland and Magoo tribute mix, but he will also give you 50 years of hip hop mix after the Timberland and Magoo mix. So he's going to finish the remainder of the show between now and the end of the show. As you sit back and enjoy the classic hits from all your favorite hip-hop artists making a huge contribution to the hip-hop culture from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and now. All right, so all that is coming up after the Timberland and Magoo mix. Shouts to DJ Rollum. He's getting ready to put it down. Shouts to you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Beatwork Radio. And you can also show your monetary support by going to patreon.com forward slash reach one communications if you are already a Patreon member. And Cash App us. Dollar sign reach number one communications on your Cash App. All right. It's the Beatwork Morning Show. Weekday mornings from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then again on Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. All right. 
DJ Rome getting ready to put it down in the mix. And I know, ladies and gentlemen, I know, I know, I know, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot to mention at the very beginning of the program that uh, in celebration of all things hip-hop, Hip-Hop 50, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, I was supposed to have my producer, my other producer, air that interview during the... 50 Years of Hip Hop episode on the Beat Break Morning Show with DJ Sturgis and Xavier Brandon, which you can check out on demand, Spotify, Reach One Network. But we're going to air that interview later. We didn't have enough time, but we still have the interview in case you missed it years and years ago. So we got that for next week's show. Yeah, I promise you, we're going to air that interview. That classic interview from Furious Five without Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, I wish we could have had Grandmaster Flash in that interview, but due to time constraints, we were not able to get Grandmaster Flash on that particular episode. But we got the Furious Five throwback interview. I'm going to have that for you on the next Beat Break Morning Show. All right. Follow me at Sean Garvey ATL, Instagram. Facebook at Sean Garvey, the Beat Break Morning Show, caffeine and energy drink mix with our very own DJ Roland coming up next. Right here on 87 FM, 11 The Vibe FM, the place for RB throwbacks and talk radio. 